This is Gary Butterfield. This is Cole Ross. And welcome to Best Quality Vacuum, uh, our episode on the pilot of Breaking Bad. Yeah, originally aired January the 20th. 2008 which is a long time ago uh and we're off to the races gary we are off to the races uh this on the dvd and blu-ray is called breaking bad not pilot can't do it not gonna do yeah. it I, I like it more than pilot i know it's called pilot oh. on streaming but oh pilot okay I just, uh, I, I like the symmetry with the, uh, you have the episode of Breaking Bad called Better Call Saul and you have the episode of Better Call Saul called Breaking Bad. Yeah. I, I, I like that too. It confuses I, just, I, I think Pilot's a bad name. It's a pretty something. bad name. Yeah. Uh, I liked the, the, the reach on the wiki where they said, uh, uh a, 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 a pilot that could also be considered lighting the pilot light on some of the, the burners that they use and the, I never I change fandom. And I was, I was really worried that you were going to like put that in the notes. God, no, you know? no, I, mean, I know. I, I know. I just, I, I was experiencing anxiety this morning. It was, it was a day that ends in no why. Um, yeah. Let's, uh, let's get into it. Let's do, um, uh, this is yeah. written and directed by, uh, by Vince Gilligan, um, yep. who, you know, usually in later, you know, usually does like season, uh, like season closers, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, we get all our characters here. We talked about them during the last episode, but we're introduced them, uh, you know, for realsies and we get our inciting incident, uh, as Walt gets his cancer diagnosis and learns that making meth can give you money. Yeah. Um, yeah. And here is where we remind everybody about our spoiler policy. We're going to be pretty loose with this. Uh, Mm -hmm. we're going to talk about things in context. Um, you know, I assume that you have watched through the current season and probably breaking bad. If I can yeah. direct your attention to three minutes ago in the podcast, this first aired January 20th, 2008. Uh-huh. Uh, that was a long time ago, <laughs> you know, uh, just like the, you know, Obama's getting inaugurated. Like this is ancient history. Uh, yes. so, you know, watch breaking bad. If you want to listen to the show, please, we're, we're not going to be coy boys, uh, very much during this. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's worth talking about as we start season one. Uh, this really didn't make sense to talk about in the overall series overview. Uh, but season one is really weird uh, mm-hmm. in context of, uh, you know, all of the uh, all of the others, uh, both in terms of like it's more comedic in tone. Uh, it's kind of before they found. Well, I guess they evolved because the series is about change and the series is going to change. There's more, you know, just hijinks happening in, in, in S1. Um, yeah. Also, there's like swearing and uh, hand jobs and stuff. It is like a teenager's idea of an adult show initially <laughs> yep. with what, with all the HJs and stuff. <laughs> uh, one of the things I'm going to say, and I don't know if you agree with this, uh, season one is the clumsiest and worst they are with needle drops. Mm-hmm. Some of the soundtrack choicing in season one, I find deeply cringy, uh-huh. uh, just in an embarrassing to have on the screen feeling. Yeah. To me. The, uh, the, 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 the cook montage that we have here introducing the cook montage, or yep. maybe it's when they're, uh, when the, uh, after Walt has done the phosphine gas, uh, but, uh, where it's just that, like just, uh, just a, a Spanish yep. language rap metal. <laughs> yep. Uh, just unironic use of a rap metal, uh, kind of thing. And that's, that's rough to me. It, it's fine. Yeah. You know, it doesn't uh-huh. ruin the show or anything like that, but that's something they get way better at. 
Yes. Yeah. And the somehow actually like legally distinct version of the passenger <laughs> that plays over the end. Like it's not the passenger, yep. but it's the passenger. <laughs> it's the, it's, it's the passenger. It's a song called yeah. out of time, man, out of time, man. Uh, the passenger by you pop basically. <laughs> yeah. It uses the, basically the same, uh, the same courts in, uh, in addition to H jobs, there's also titties mm-hmm. that all this stuff kind of goes away. Yes. Um, a lot of stuff got cut for time. The, uh, the original version of this episode is about an hour and stuff. Mm-hmm. They had to cut it down for TV. Uh, the version that you can watch on streaming is the full version. Um, the AMC will still air every once in a while. Mm-hmm. We'll still air the full version, which is interesting because uh, it's yeah, such a prestige yeah. show. Yeah, they'll they'll, they'll oca- occasionally air the full version, but it has to be like after 10 p.m. or something like that. There are like network policies uh, mm-hmm. that are outlined in the uh, yeah in the in the commentary. Um, uh, one thing that is also weird about season one is the fact that it was cut short due to the writer's strike. So uh, there are things that are set up here that were kind of you know, derailed famously, uh, Jesse was going to die at the end of season one, uh, to kind of be a, uh, you know, uh, just a, 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 a stark moment, uh, for, for Walt as he decides whether or not to continue, uh, them not getting to that episode gave them time to reconsider based on how, uh, how good, uh, uh, Jesse was, how good Aaron Paul was. Um, mm-hmm. and there's kind of a miniature version of that here. They filmed the pilot and there was, you know, going to be, uh, a, a delay, uh, between this and the rest of the series because they had to, uh, you know, try and sell it. Uh, our villain here, kind of the, the antagonist for the first arc crazy eight was originally going to die, uh, in the RV, but the cast loved that actor, uh, Maximino Arseniega, uh, so much that they begged Vince to keep him on. Um, and that led to some of the best stuff in the first half of the season are basically dealing with how, how, how do we handle the fact that crazy eight is still alive? How do you handle mostly killing somebody? Yes. You know, as opposed <laughs> to completely killing somebody, which is a different problem. And, uh-huh. you know, both those problems form these first few episodes, uh, in a way that I think really kind of makes the show stand apart. Right. Like mm-hmm. one of the things that breaking bad does is it deals with consequence. Uh, stuff like that. Uh, one of the remits, you know, we talked about this last episode, but Vince Gilligan wanting to make crime difficult and not sexy, mm-hmm. you know, um, something else. And you read a lot of stories about the show of them being willing to let the show kind of tell itself, Yeah, you know, so things like this change as it went, it isn't obsessed with its kind of master plan. Mm-hmm. Uh, that it has like it, it it lets the universe you know i feel like vince gilligan and the crew kind of let the universe talk to them mm-hmm. uh with these things like this would be better and this yeah. led to tons of just wonderful stuff like when you leave yourself open to uh to certain amounts of like serendipity yeah. you get really good results mm-hmm. absolutely i mean and that comes through like when you hear them talk about it like uh vince gilligan is a very gracious, you know, kind of, mm-hmm. let's say showrunner, uh, as far as it goes, he is extremely, uh, reticent to take any kind of soul credit. He does not think all tour theory is a thing. Everything is everybody. And like, it, he, he will listen to what people suggest or ask for, um, and allow, uh, other actors and stuff to take notes from each other. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you think that he is so gracious because he has the voice of a banjo playing cartoon hound dog? <laughs> the, the, uh, that that has to be part of it. <laughs> the, uh, you, just, it you have to be 
patient when you when you grew up with a real huckleberry hound kind of voice like uh, i mean it's so it, charming it, yeah it, it it's absolutely a real part of his of his charm uh mm. to the to the point where like when he when he tells stories about where he had to like kind of put his foot down on something you mm-hmm. know it, it's it's hard to imagine him doing it because you only ever see him in the mode where he is just being the most you know like yeah. <laughs> world's yeah, biggest sweetheart be, yeah world's biggest sweetheart like and that doesn't happen with crazy talented people that often you know no no it, it's it's such a uh he he comes off and and we don't know everything about him and, and this right, is a dangerous right. thing to think, but he ends up being one of those creators that his mode and the way he operates ends up feeling like behavior worth modeling. Yeah. Uh, similar to like when you, the more you learn about REM yes. or at least that was our experience. Like, Oh, th- mm-hmm. these people have it figured out. Yeah. You know, they, they know how to be successful and how to be creative. It feels like Vince Gilligan is like that as well. Yeah. Um, on the, uh, the, DVD or Blu-ray set of this, there's not tons of commentary. There's commentary on this first episode and then on Crazy Handful of Nothing, which will we'll come up on, of course. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the commentary is good. Yeah. Um, it seems it's like, like it would be real fun. Yeah. <laughs> to be there. <laughs> it's way too crowded. There are way too many people and there's lots of overtalk. Uh, mm-hmm. It's the entire main cast. Plus, uh, on this one, they had Lynn Willingham, the uh, the editor uh, there. And then, uh, obviously, Vince Gilligan as well. Um, and it is just a real, a real good time. Yeah. It's a, I like it. Everybody is funny and likable, Mm -hmm. uh, during it. It's mostly, uh, technical stuff about how to achieve like certain shots. And like, I, I am interested in that stuff and I like the result of Mm -hmm. it. I'd be lying if I said that that was what drew me to these shows. Right, you know, right. like I, I am plot and character motivated more than I am cinematography motivated, even though I recognize that like this and specifically Better Call Saul are very beautifully shot. Yeah. You know, um, I like that and I can appreciate it. It's not my personal weak spot. Yeah. You know, yeah. so time spent kind of explaining that same thing when you read about it and you read kind of trivia about how they set this stuff up. Mm-hmm. It feels a little inconsequential to me personally. I mean, I I think I'm a little bit more into it, but also it doesn't bear on our approach for the show outside of like if there's a fun story about specifically the actor suffering <laughs> to, to get this kind of stuff. Uh, but um, uh, but yeah, it's more just like a uh, uh, like a neat to know. But I like to, you know, just kind of passively enjoy the results of the decisions. Yeah. Yeah. And and for me, Breaking Bad, the the places where people are not speaking are important. Uh, yes. But they are there to lend tension and provide relief from high stakes scenarios and dialogue for me. Yeah. You know, or or profound acts of emotional violence, but that happen in, <laughs> yeah. in dialogue. You know, generally, yes. like I'm, I'm a word person. So uh, I'm, I'm, I'm here for words. Mm-hmm. Uh, something that uh, came out in the commentary that I would not have known otherwise. So they had a cinematographer, director of photography, work for them. Uh, John Toll is the name. He is the only cinematographer to win two back-to-back Oscars. He did it on Legends of the Fall and Braveheart. So they really got a, they got a heavy hitter in here. They got the Braveheart uh, guy. Yeah, they got the Braveheart guy uh, coming in here and uh, kind of slumming it in TV work and, you know, kind of uh, basically establishing a lot of the, the, the look and stuff here, you know, mm-hmm. setting a bar like this, 
I believe it was nominated for a cinematography Emmy uh, and uh, possibly one. I can't recall exactly. Uh, but uh, John Toll's uh, like a big Hollywood guy, worked with Tom Cruise a lot with the Wachowskis and was the cinematographer on the Adjustment Bureau, Gary. Uh, I love the Adjustment Bureau. They're always <laughs> adjusting. Uh, they're always getting up to some adjustments. Uh, last night I watched Jackass 4.5 and found out that during the opening sequence of that, which is a kaiju attack with Chris Pontius's penis, yeah. uh, the uh, they also got like this you know henson muppeteer you know legend and puppeteering and like got all of these very very big heavy hitters for for that kind of thing <laughs> nice. uh you know kind of a parallel you know to, to to arguably less artful results well since know. it's about a gigantic penis kaiju spraying come all over the cast of jackass 4 ever yeah, it, everybody's uh, but, got you know, their own thing <laughs> yeah it's it's all art it all just goes in this it all ends up in the same place at the end <laughs> like, it's all gonna rot in between my bones when i die uh-huh. Who gives a shit? Let's get into it. <laughs> uh, so the the opening to this is uh, really important, um, mm-hmm. I think, for being a hook. Yes. Um, one of the things that Breaking Bad does better than a lot of shows is that this is ultimately uh, a media's race in both ways. Like, yes. you know, the conventional wisdom of start a story as late as you possibly can. Mm-hmm. And they do some uh, kind of flash forward kind of stuff here in the beginning. Uh, but there's not time wasted before you get to like the good shit yeah. in this. Um, and it begins with just this like hook immediately. Uh, you know, mm-hmm. we get the establishing, establishing shot in the desert. We see a pair of khakis uh, flying by floating to the ground as an RV blast through. Yeah. And um, we get this just amazing, the, the, the amazing interior of this RV, Walter, mostly naked, except for a gas mask and underwear, you know, the, uh, 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 uh trademark Hal, uh, <laughs> Hal Malcolm in middle, uh, uh, with tidy whities and, uh, mm-hmm. these kind of like three people knocked out and rolling around, possibly dead, uh, uh, sloshing around in this brown liquid. Yep. Uh, like, just, uh, I, I have a lot of questions I need answered right now. Exactly. <laughs> and that, you know, that's the idea. Uh, you know, the RV crashes, he gets out, uh, the liquid kind of pours out. Uh, he takes off his, his gas mask, you know, at this point, uh, puts on his shirt and he hears sirens. Uh, he thinks the police are coming for him. Mm-hmm. Um, he holds his breath to go inside and get a gun and a camcorder and films a message to his family. Uh, one of the things we're going to be tracking through the show is Walt's crapulence Mm -hmm. uh it's real popular to say like oh walt was the villain he was the entire time i don't think that's quite true Mm -hmm. you know there are elements of craftiness yes uh initially and there the pride element comes through immediately oh yeah uh in turn in terms of being a shit um but this is still you know as baby as Walt gets, um, <laughs> you know, him talking to the cam, he's talking to the camcorder. He says, you know, to any police, he specifically says, this is not an admission of guilt. Like he knows the rules and this is going to foreshadow tons of things about his character, mm-hmm. um, using his silver tongue to get out of things. Yes. And, and manipulate him. Yeah. And you know, like he addresses it there, but this is for his, for his family. And this is where he kind of, names things off you know he names skyler he names walter jr and specifically says to walter jr you know there are going to be some things that you'll come to learn about me in the next few days i just want you to know that no matter how it might look i only had you in my heart which is a real good thesis statement (laughs) it's a thesis statement 
or for his justification I, I, for his outward justification. Yeah. Well, I would I wouldn't even say it's a thesis statement. I would say it's something that is true here, and then he it gets less true every time he says it. Yeah. Like it's it's a spectrum. Like I believe him in this moment. He's not mm-hmm. doing this part for the thrill of it. You know, he's he's like awake <laughs> right. and he's alive. He's scared of dying, but it's not uh-huh. the Walt from season five where he's like, I liked it because I was good at it. Uh-huh. Like, I don't think he was like real into it when those gangbangers showed up. <laughs> yeah. You know, no, this is, uh, this like, is, you know, like he's got zero money with no guarantee on return. Yeah. He, he believes it. Like uh-huh. this is, and having him say this statement in the first episode and have it progressively degraded, like photocopies of a photocopy of a photocopy yeah, until yeah. he's saying it out of reflex more than truth is really cool. Yeah. So I guess that's what I mean by thesis statement is like, this is a, you know, an establishment of an arc for him. Uh, yes. and like, this is, this sentiment is going to be, it's going to stay pinned to the wall. Right. Yes. Yeah. Even though it's going to get sun faded and, and <laughs> fall apart. Yeah. Uh, he steals himself, walks into the road, points the gun towards the cops. And then we get our title <laughs> sequence. Like, like he's going to go pro ice in a hard situation. Excellent. Go. I'm going to go. I'm, I can fight cops. That level of confidence. I love it. Oh, and I love how it wilts uh, at the end of the episode. It's so good. Um, we get a little thing that says three days earlier. Uh, right. So we're going to see how we got up here. Mm-hmm. And it's the morning of Walt's 50th birthday. Uh, wakes up at 5 a.m. Does this sad little stair stepper uh, thing. It, I desperately want to get him a TV or an iPad. Uh-huh. Uh, you don't have to do it in front of your Nobel Prize, your, your, your Nobel <laughs> consolation plaque. Yeah, just doing con- it in front just, of that feels like a way just, to torture yourself for no reason. Constantly climbing and getting nowhere, looking at heights you used to reach. It, it's a little on the nose uh, <laughs> in a way that nobody would do it. You know, just felt uh, you know, like to start out my day bright and early with the uh, crack of the sun. Some, just with a little uh, bit of heavy handed metaphor. Yeah, a little mm. symbolism I like to do. Uh, he comes out, Skylar brings him his breakfast. Uh, I'm glad you have a note of this because <laughs> it is a lot of eggs. It's so many eggs. It is a 50 made out of veggie bacon. And she says, yep. Oh, then, you know, it's got no cholesterol and you can't tell the difference. But this 50 is laid out on just a, a bed, just a basket, a bird's nest of scrambled eggs. It's a whole plate, a generation <laughs> of eggs, uh, a generation <laughs> of chickens died for this breakfast. If I'm More scrambled scram- eggs than I can eat. If I'm like, having a scrambled egg meal, I think two. Two is pretty good in addition two, to toast and bacon. Two fine number of eggs. Two is a perfectly reasonable number of eggs. Yeah, a three egg omelet's a little bit much for me these days. Yeah. Uh, but <laughs> that's the max. Uh, Walt Jr. comes out. This are this breakfast arc uh, begins. <laughs> um, we talked about this in the last episode. RJ Mitty, uh, you know, really great performance in this, and is a little smartass. He's a teen, like a uh-huh. good kid, but a teen. You know, uh, he's talking about the water heater. This is underlining their money problems. Like they can't yeah. just get a new water heater. Uh, he does not like the fake bacon. He wants the real, the, this crap. He wants the real stuff. I, I love how he says this smells like band-aids. I bet you it does. The, yeah. uh, it's not even turkey bacon. Like, um, They head to school, you know, mm-hmm. uh, another really great little moment. Uh, here I like is, and this is really lived in and true to people who, who live with people with, with, you know, various, uh, disabilities where Walt's just like, you okay. And, mm-hmm. and Walt Jr.'s like, okay. And then he just lets him get out and take care of everything. Yeah. Uh, there's no, it's really lived in, mm-hmm. um, as an interaction. Yeah. Um, I also love their choice to put Walt into a Pontiac Aztec. Mm-hmm. Uh, just, just, a like a permanently, uh, just the, the, the totemic quality of that, 
Um, yeah. like it, like th- that was kicking around at the same time as a PT cruiser and they were both a, a different kind of sad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, it not, not so, not as much as the, uh, the esteem or at least on stanza, but it, it's, it's a level above. Yep. Yeah. Uh, so Walt does again, first season's a little bit different. It hasn't quite found its voice. So it's doing the thing where a character gives a lecture. That's about what the show is. Mm-hmm. Uh, X-Men kind of thing where Walt gives a lecture on chemistry uh, in chemistry class. They're largely indifferent. He's talking about how it's really the study of change, growth and decay and transformation. And that's what life is. That mm-hmm. is them laying out a thesis for the show. Yeah. Like it's like the thesis that Walt would want it to be. Yes. You know, it's about change, but change is a very value neutral word word for what happens. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, as, as a, opposed to like a corruption, which is yeah, yeah. a moral compromise, you know, the, slow yeah. yeah slow decline that you put yourself on after and you cross certain you. thresholds oh yes yeah. yeah uh and then this this chad uh named chad <laughs> and his girlfriend are are you know fooling around flirting and walt makes him go back to his seat and he drags the seat i'd forgotten about this it single-handedly justifies everything walt does <laughs> I, this little kid has to go oh God, and yes. anything walt wants to do the cartel to his family, to Hank. I don't give a shit. Chad will pay. It's all collateral damage to make Chad pay because this little kid fucking sucks. I mean, I would feel that way if he did anything to get retribution on Chad. It's very, I mean, like he, he is, he is misplacing. There's a misdirection on this. Uh, does, yeah, uh, I, Chad's at the I top agree. of the cartel. Chad. So we don't know Chad's okay. last name. It might be Salamanca. The, the, <laughs> like, and and then the the encounter with him later. Like, uh-huh. imagine this guy walked up to you. Like, this guy sucks. I, I fucking hate Chad. He's he is a shitty kid, and you 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 hope you hope that somebody like this eventually figures it figures out how to be a better uh, a better person. But you know we. You know, we see his car. He's like, he's, he's a shitty rich kid. And, you know, or nobody's you hope seen... he gets dissolved in acid in a bathtub. <laughs> like, it's, it's one or the other, man. Oh, like, you know, I, uh, he, 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 here, here's, cool. <laughs> here's the, the thing. <laughs> the, this, the, this, I think, was made before, like, incel language made Chad into an archetype, you know? Like, yeah. the, Chad, Chad has always been an archetype, but, like, you know, to, to tie the name Chad to this kind of guy. Um, I just watched this and felt really bad for anybody normal who happened to be named Chad. <laughs> oh, sure. Yeah, yeah. It's got, it's, I've never met a good Chad though. Oh, okay. it, it has, you know, uh, reality has followed fiction. Uh, there. <laughs> um, but yeah, th- this kid sucks. Uh, after work, Walt has to go to his second job as a cashier at a car wash owned by a man named Bogdan who has these incredible Bill Berry eyebrows. <laughs> uh, who I love. Uh, someone quit and Bogdan has to go work as a car wipe. And like, he's like, Hey, we've talked about this. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't, you know, I'm not supposed to do this. You hired me on as a clerk. Yeah. Uh, but he, he has to do it. He, he is undignified. Mm-hmm. He cannot, uh, stand up. And earlier at breakfast guy, there was like, you know, come home at five. You, you know, don't stay even yeah. if he asked you, like you agreed to. Yeah. 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 Well, she's very invested in why. Uh, yeah. why, why we get that there? And he goes out and starts, you know, scrubbing the wheels of this car, just down on his, down on his hands and knees, just on the floor of a car wash. Probably one of the most disgusting surfaces that there mm-hmm. uh, is or can be. Uh, just all all the bird shit alone, yeah. right? Bird dirt. Uh, yeah. Uh, but and whose uh, car this, is it? It's it's Chad's, and he's yeah. laughing and taking pictures. He's going to spread this around. Uh, it's no good. 
they they should blow up so many nursing homes to take off half of Chad's face. <laughs> I I like, I got so mad at Chad during this episode. I totally forgot about Chad because he never comes up again. Like uh-huh. it fucking sucks. Yeah. Um, I the, this is the kind of indignity that they're underlining to justify Walt Crapulence, and mm-hmm. it got me ninety percent there just on his own. <laughs> like, uh, Walt eventually gets home, and it's a surprise party. You know, he's genuinely startled. Uh, he get, yeah. gets surprised. Scholar, I was worried he was going to hit somebody. Like his yeah, reaction. Just, I was like, surprise parties. Yeah, yeah, surprise parties are crazy. Mm-hmm. Uh, Skyler uh, is angry, you know, because he's late, of course. And we we meet the party, mm-hmm. uh, this crew. Um, we're getting these kind of broad versions yeah. uh, uh, of everyone. Um, we get uh, Marie and Hank uh, here. Hank is showing off his his handgun to Walt Jr. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, while Junior pressures his dad to grab it, uh, and he's like, you know, he says it's heavy, and then Hank has to emasculate him. Like that oh, is the theme of this episode. They're really heavily emasculating Walt. <laughs> he says, "Oh, that's why the higher men look at this guy. It looks like Keith Richards with Keith Richards with a glass of milk." And yeah. he, d- d- Hank is just entirely in the, <laughs> you know, yeah. just uh, just you know, cackling his way through life kind of deal. Fun uncle, you know? yeah. Uh, he gives a toast to, to Walt, uh, says he has a brain the size of Wisconsin, but we're not going to hold that against you. And I mean, that's, he takes his beer. <laughs> yeah, he takes his beer from him. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's it's brutal. Uh, yeah. As him wa- turn on the TV to, to have this interview he gave about a meth bust. Yeah. And Walt, yeah. Uh, rather than being perturbed that Hank has made his birthday party all about Hank, um, uh, Walt is shocked at the amount of cash that is shown because, you know, usual news copaganda stuff. We have to show like, ah, well, we took off the streets kind of stuff. And he just very specifically, I forgot this in this playthrough. He's like, how much money is that? And Hank says about 700,000. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that number ends up being one of Walt's breakpoints, if I recall, like yes, something yeah. he thinks he has to get. 737,000. Yes. Yeah. So like that's, that's foreshadowed here, you know, um, Hank says, you know, says to Walt, he's like, Hey, you know, if you're ever interested, I'd take you on a ride along, um, get a little excitement in your life. Uh, in real life, you cannot go on a ride along with the DEA, right. uh, you know, found that out through the wiki. So the wiki takes and gives uh, there. <laughs> I think I've mentioned this before when I worked in law enforcement, I did a ride along. Oh, uh, okay. When, when I was a dispatcher for, uh, for campus police, nothing happened. Uh, I'd just be sitting in a car with people I had nothing in common with, yeah. uh, you know, staring out the window and trying to think, make conversation oh, yeah. with two, two guys who loved football. It was real hard. <laughs> like, it was very difficult. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I never had the never had the desire. Probably I've got a, you know, cause I got a family full of cops. I just kind of got it yeah. ambiently. Yeah. yeah. You and I have done really well for people from cop stock. <laughs> in, in some way yeah. um the uh later in bed skylar is watching her ebay uh listing she flips antiques mm-hmm. uh, that gets dropped but early on this is a big part of her character yes. uh she's got two minutes left and reaches over to give walt a birthday hj um <laughs> which like that is that's a you know that's pretty brutal yeah uh, the distracted birthday hj like i want to be really careful whenever i say anything bad about skyler's character because the worst people online mm-hmm. do it but i don't know i i like to think like the birthday warrants and yeah i you know it's uh and she says oh we're just doing you tonight and like 
Yeah, I'm. I, I, I'm gonna. I'll. I'll keep my hand away from the stove. The, this. The, this scene of like her trying to work him, you mm-hmm. know, try trying trying to get traction, and all that they do is you know, they just they're not focused on the actual actions. She's just watching the screen, and Walt is like, "Oh, this weekend I think I'm gonna go check out this Mars rover exhibit," you know, yeah. and she's like, "Well, are you gonna paint the nursery?" Like, just it's uh, broad. It's 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 really broad, but like the 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 juxtaposition there is uh, <sighs> to me, it it's, feels it's too clever, clever uh, to me. Yeah. This is this is too screenwriterly, okay, of, of a thing similar to the stairmaster thing. Mm. Like this feels like uh, not realistic or lived in to me. Okay, and her simultaneously. Uh, jerking him off and watching the auction and then you know fist pumping at how good the auction uh, did while she's jerking him off is absolute (laughs) alien psychopath behavior yes like that doesn't feel real that feels like somebody came up with a invented scenario to show how sad somebody's life could be and that's exactly what happened but it's clumsy Mm -hmm. like you, you could use real detail or real relevant life you know relationships and do the same thing and the show's really good at that usually in Mm -hmm. this first season and specifically this first episode it's doing a lot of stuff like that i think yeah yeah it feels i think the fact that it's skylar you know who's doing it makes it also feel a little bit weirder because that is not in line with should have been jesse like who did you want to jerk off (laughs) for his 50th birthday cool (laughs) uh yo mr white happy birthday <laughs> uh given Come, given bitch. some of Jesse's like la- <laughs> given some of Jesse's language choices I don't know that I I don't know that he'd be down uh but uh, uh no, no I, I mean just if it's not going to be a Skylar don't do the scene uh but also um like just in terms of like character stuff based on what I know about her you know later this just doesn't feel you know she's not right. really established yeah and know, it's not and, like the yeah. and and also like the show is not an alien to doing heightened you know dramatic stuff either right it just no, it, 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 no. it is weird it is weird with her and their relationship specifically as the cement is still wet here i i think that it gets a lot more deft at this kind of thing yeah uh you know significantly even in this episode there are a lot better examples and this feels very ham-handed to me mm-hmm. um you know over 56 dollars you know <laughs> they, they should divorce at that point i <laughs> you know like that's um so the next day uh walt is wheeling this barrel of chemicals this blue chemical canister that we're gonna see uh mm-hmm. in the car wash and gets distracted by this beautiful looking dark-haired woman uh he sees uh and then coughs and passes out yes uh, he's been collapses. doing little coughs the entire time here yeah yeah uh, and you know, he's in the, he's in the hospital, he's in the ambulance being taken to the hospital and he's like, oh, this is ridiculous. Just drop me, just, just drop me off at this corner. <laughs> That's very, it's again, very early good characterization for Walt. Like uh-huh. the paramedic says, is there anyone we should call? And he goes, absolutely not. Yeah. You know, like he is his pride and him being wrapped up in the idea of the role he should have in his family is killing him mm-hmm. uh, and is we're seeing it kill him on screen right here. Yeah. You know, trying to make the worst choices he could make in order to preserve this self image that is long gone and yeah. is a societal fiction anyway. Mm-hmm. 
you know? Yeah. Uh, and the paramedic asks him, like, are you, are you a smoker? Just as he's listening to his lungs. And then, you know, here's the sequence. We get uh, an upside down shot of Walt, you know, coming out of the MRI machine. Um, and, uh, then we get the diagnosis, you know, Walt's sitting there fixated. We're not hearing the doctor talk at all that we're seeing his mouth move. And Walt is fixated on this mustard stain on the doctor's coat, mm-hmm. you know, like, yeah. oh, did you, did you hear me, Mr. White? You know, do you understand? He's like, oh yes. He repeats the, uh, the diagnosis. Lung cancer. Like it was a flat affect. Yeah. Yes. Lung cancer. Inoperable. Best case scenario. Mm-hmm. You know, he, he just, he's totally blasted. By this. Yes. And this, this is well performed. Uh, this, mm-hmm. this cell, sh- shell shock. I like the idea of the doctor just like housing a big fucking hot dog. Uh, <laughs> his breaker right before he gives the diagnosis. Like, I mean, my strength to break this bad news. <laughs> Give me, make me one with everything. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, uh, Walt gets home to Skylar and Skylar is, uh, negotiating for an unpaid bill, you mm-hmm. know, uh, he asked, you know, how his day went. He's, you know, it's fine. You know, which credit card did you use? Did you make a, you know, payment at Staples? He's absolutely head in the air, yeah. you know, but again, the, the money trouble, like she's still on earth. Mm-hmm. Uh, we cut to him. We're kind of cutting through time because he's, he's blasted. Uh, he's back at the car wash spacing out. Uh, and then Bogdan tells him like, Hey, you know, go wipe down the cars again, <laughs> this thing that they had negotiated that he's not going to mm-hmm. do. Yeah. And he loses it. Uh, and says, fuck you, Bogdan, fuck you and your eyebrows, then yeah. it messes up the air freshener display just in an absolute tantrum, grabs his crotch and says, wipe down this. Wipe down this just, is good. Just yeah. such an impotent, oh, God, I love it. <laughs> yeah, it's it's really good. And also, you know, the dream. Well, yes, uh, of course. Quitting. Uh, you know, that night he's sitting, or th- I think this is the morning because he asked Hank whether he uh, woke him up. I think this is early Oh, the morning, the yeah, there we go. Uh, at sunrise, he's sitting by his backyard pool, lighting matches and throwing them into the water, uh, which is a real, you know, depressed thing to do, but also the kind of thing you do with your hands when you're just faced with oh, yeah, enormous yeah. truth. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, the pool is in disrepair as well. Like they don't really use it, you know? Yeah, yeah. Uh, and he calls Hank, you know, I'm, Hey is, is, uh, I hope I didn't wake you up. No, nothing's wrong. I just want to, I was thinking about that ride along. Yes. And we cut over to it. Walt in a ridiculously oversized, uh, like bulletproof vest, uh, mm-hmm. kind of thing sitting in the back there. Um, uh, we get to meet Gomi and we get to see Hank and Gomi's relationship, um, yeah. uh, right away arguing like an old married couple about the color of a house. Yes. Gomi was at the party as well, but this is first, uh, you know, Gomi's thing and Gomi's funny. Uh, mm-hmm. I like this character a lot. Stephen um, no, he's great. Uh, the target, they have a snitch. Uh, the target goes by Captain Cook. His, uh, uh, you know, trademark is putting a little bit of chili powder in <laughs> his methamphetamines. Uh, and they start placing a bet about the nationality of the perpetrator uh, <laughs> using some slurs. Uh, Hank is much more racist in the early seasons. Mm-hmm. Uh, we talked about this in the last episode. They dial back on this. Yes. Uh, realizing that the show would be better if we were capable of liking Hank, uh-huh. uh, which I think is was a really good move. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but yes, they uh, they 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 make they make the bet about whether or not he will be you know uh, somebody from south of the border, and then they uh, they 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 roll in. Hank coming right at the Valkyrie is just totally living into the power fantasy kind of aspect yep. of this. Yeah, which is cops. They do yes. this shit. Um, they come in. Emilio is is cooking, but he's got headphones on, so they manage to breach, uh, and they catch him. 
Um, they check in on the nationality, the name of the perpetrator, and get Emilio Kiyama, which uh, Gomi says that's not uh, Mexican, and Hank says it's half Mexican. Because of the name. Lol. Because of the name. Yep. Uh, just Hank being kind of crappy. Mm-hmm. Walt, at this point, uh, you know, the idea is percolating in his head, right? Like, yes. I don't necessarily think he was like, I'm going to cook meth when he decided to do the ride along. Uh-huh. Um, you know, it's slowly coming together. He asks if you can see the lab, uh, and they hesitantly agree. Yeah. Um, as they go to secure it, he sees, uh, again, in something very cartoonish that <laughs> wouldn't happen in later seasons, a man coming out of a window and Pratt falling, falling out in his underwear after <laughs> besting a big titty milk. <laughs> yep. uh, <laughs> like, yeah. Best besting. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> besting. Uh, it, well, it feels very like, like a, a, a bard or like dandelion yeah. from oh, the Witcher yeah. or something. Yeah. It's that, that kind of scenario. It is, you know? yeah. Him, oh. him falling out and falling off of a second-story balcony, <laughs> and then just this naked lady throwing him his clothes so he can run away from the cops. <laughs> it's the kind of thing that happens all the time in like sitcoms and shit, but yeah, not yeah. very much in real life. Like it's that season one, episode one heightened shorthand uh-huh. that they're, they're doing to get everybody on the page real quick before they dial it back, yeah, and start doing just, things that feel a little bit more lived in. Yeah, Jesse, irresponsible, kind of horny guy. You know, he's yeah. a kid. He's uh, living fast. Yeah. Uh, Walt makes eye contact and recognizes him. Uh, Jesse, <laughs> you know, looks over and recognizes Walt and gives him a shh motion and then <laughs> rides away in his car, which says the cap'n. Uh, so he's the cap'n cook uh, in this scenario. <laughs> yep. Every scenario has one. Yes. Uh, and here we get uh, kind of one of Walt's first acts of violence against Jesse here. I forgot how hard he put the screws on him, uh, like yeah. right at the start of their relationship. Uh, but it's later that night and, you know, Jesse's covering up his car with a tarp, you know, trying to get out of sight, thinking people are going to be after him. And Walt pulls up. Uh, Jesse yeah. grabs a tire iron, but he's like, hey, you know, you know, nobody's after you. I'm just here to talk. Yeah. Uh He's curious, you know, Jesse's still in his, in their system with this house. It's uh, like, you know, I didn't, I didn't expect much of you, but I didn't expect you to cook meth, yeah. you know? And Jesse's just, what the fuck is this? You know, yeah, like we're his, not friends. What are you doing? His, his, his hard ass chemistry teacher who was always writing him is, you know, suddenly here on, uh, you know, if not one of the worst days of his life so far, a very stressful one. Extremely stressful. And, and it's like, you're not the boss of me anymore. Uh-huh. You know, the power structure has changed. He basically says this to him. But Walt pushes through uh, and makes his proposal. Like He's like, listen, I know you lost everything. I know you lost your, your partner. Um, you lost all your money and your equipment. Uh, let's start our, our new partnership. Let's work together. You know, you know the business and I know the chemistry. He delivers <laughs> that line real self-satisfied uh, there. Yeah. Uh, you know, Jesse's like, I don't want to do this. And here's where Walt, you know, he's tried the carrot. He does the stick. Yeah. Um, how about if you don't do this, I'll turn you in. Mm-hmm. It's a shitty thing so. to do to Jesse. We also, uh, Jesse's a meth cook, uh, <laughs> who didn't get caught during this thing. And Walt's yep. brother is the DA. Like he could also just turn him in and it wouldn't be out of character. It's it the wouldn't. using it as leverage, which is the, the villainous part. Yeah. Yeah. He could have been an upright citizen and, you know, narked on this shitty kid. Yeah. But, uh, Which I'm not you know, saying I support that. It just would have been no. in line with the morality of the show. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's a bad act that he 
does that that he turns the the thumb screws on Jesse in the context of Breaking Bad and who Walt is, not within the context of like the world yes. of the show. Yeah. yeah. It is a uh, it is it is a specific uh kind of violence to uh to to, to Jesse using yes. using Jesse for his own uh, his own purposes. Yes. Yeah. Uh we go we go over to Skylar packing up an eBay sale. I think this is where she says like you know, she got it's sixteen dollars for something. <laughs> and I'm like, you don't ship stuff for less than yeah, you know, twenty bucks. Like don't mm-hmm. don't drive out to the post office, Skylar. No. Um she's packing things up and Marie uh criticizes her for what she's she's selling. Like, what is that? Mm-hmm. You know, what even is that? This is a really good little portrait of Marie. Yeah. Uh, here. It's it's also a scene that doesn't really go anywhere. No, like, no, 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 no. It certainly doesn't go anywhere. It's just establishing Marie, which we yeah. didn't get a scene during the party, really. Yeah. Uh, where you know she says, you know, how's the book going? She's like, well, it's not, it's not a novel. It's short stories. Uh, yeah. And, and Marie says, I could read it if you know if you want some feedback. <laughs> and yeah. Skylar like, ah, uh, no, you know, like just kind of <laughs> yeah, smile. No, like, no, I'm not no. ready for that yet. Yeah, no, not you, yeah. not this. Yeah. I just love love the balls. You know, I thought a novel would be easier to sell. Yeah, uh, it, it's very Marie. Like Marie doesn't; she's not a publisher, right? You know, you why, know. I don't know why she would know that. She's just also not you know, her business. It's yeah. not her business. Like she's just guessing. Like it's it's good to have the scene for that, even if it doesn't go. Yeah, anywhere. Yeah. Uh, they, they move on from, it and Marie asks, like, "Hey, what's up with Walt lately?" Uh, and uh, this is. You know, uh, Skylar says, oh, 50 is a big deal, you know, and Skylar says she isn't looking forward to 40. Uh, I forgot about mm-hmm. the age gap uh, mm-hmm. there. Um, and uh, it's pretty problematic. It's no, extremely it's canceled. Just, <laughs> canceled. Yeah. Can't believe we're canceling Walter White. <laughs> uh, the the uh, Marie, you know, prizes, how's the sex? And and Skylar, uh, you know, Marie, Jesus. Mm-hmm. Uh, and she's like, I guess that answers that. Uh, just Skylar's pretty uptight. At yeah. this point, we're going to see that when she first starts interfacing with Jesse, mm-hmm. you know, like she is very naive uh, yes. about the world. Yeah. 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 And uh, and her losing that is a big part of her arc. Like it's the tragedy of Skylar is mm-hmm. she becomes very deft at this world when she didn't even know existed. Right. You know, you know, just, you know. uh, and ends up being able to navigate it when she never should have had to. Yeah. And resist, you know, getting those skills for a long time. Mm-hmm. Uh, Walt takes all the chemistry crap from school and drives the goods over to, to Jesse's place. And he starts bragging about the glassware uh, yeah. that he has. Uh, this is a real failure of know your audience uh, <laughs> to, you know, to Jesse. Like even like I'm not Jesse, but uh-huh. if somebody came up to me with a piece of glass, I was like, this is a 500 milliliter round bottom boiling flask. I wouldn't be impressed by that. It's like- it's like, I, these are really yeah. hard to get you know are, are they i wouldn't they're, know they're big glasses like i somehow don't believe you <laughs> like, there's probably a catalog yeah there, there's literally no way any of this stuff is hard to get it's glass <laughs> like we know how to make cups and stuff you yeah know? there's science supply places yeah. Oh. And Jesse, you know, he just tries to, you know, he just tries to tell Walt, like, hey, this isn't just, oh, I cook in one of these. It's this little flat, flat bottomed uh, kind of, oh. kind of thing. And Walt's like, no, no, he goes in a teacher mode. Uh, you, 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 that, that, that's for titration. That's for general mixing. Yeah. <laughs> what uh, about you specific want... mixing, Walt? <laughs> yeah. Like <laughs> general mixing. Uh, the uh, Jesse is trying to, to style on him. 
you uh-huh. know, uh, and show expertise. Like this isn't science. It's an art. And while it's like, no, it, it's definitely science. Like we're going to make <laughs> a pure reliable product with, with no chili powder, you know, and Oh, fuck that chili pea is my, you know, it's my signature, my, my signature, uh, and stuff. And eventually, uh, Jesse draws, tries to draw the line of the protective gear. Mm-hmm. Finds. Look, if you want to dress like an F slur, go ahead. Yep. This is early on. When, and that, all that stuff, like that came out on Twitter and was like a goofy thing for a yeah, little bit, like yeah. a week ago. I mm-hmm. like, this is That's 2008. Like, it's, it's, 2008 not good, it's not and, good behavior, but yeah. Yeah. But what do you, what is your, what were people trying to do yeah, by putting it out? Like this also, little, little scumbag drug dealer kid uh-huh. who grows and changes, uh, was not respectful right. about homophobic slurs. Like, yeah. What else he yeah. got on him, man? He dissolves yep. somebody in acid pretty soon. Like, <laughs> like Jesus Christ, Twitter. The de- 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 depiction is not endorsement. They're not yeah. saying Jesse is the way to be. Yeah, yeah. it just and Jesse becomes the way to be. Like mm-hmm. ultimately, Jesse gets a, a becomes a really good character. Mm-hmm. Like it has a what a redemption arc. Like they're redeeming char- characteristics to Jesse, one hundred percent. People are fucking complicated. Let them be complicated. Mm-hmm. Um, I hate. I hated that week of that screenshot rolling around yeah. like a bunch of people decide to rewatch the show and are like uh oh to twitter <laughs> like god damn it discourse is annoying yeah discourse is 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 quite it's quite annoying but everybody yeah. should know our official stance as people who talk about this show is that we endorse everything depicted so yes <laughs> the uh, yeah that's us cuz we're uh media illiterate idiots um the uh wall you know Jesse says this stuff stays here for overnight you know, at most. And Walt goes, no, aren't we going to cook here? And just, he's like, no, I live here. I, I like this little bit. Like he's like, yeah, I don't shit where I eat. Uh, Walt starts pushing back. He's like, okay, let's do it at your house. You know, like, he, and this is, again, it's good characterization stuff. Walt doesn't see Jesse as a person. Oh no. Uh, really during the whole show, but just this idea of not having that empathy, like it having to be pointed out to him, like, yeah, you don't want to cook where you live. I live here. That's just as valid as where you live. I'm uh-huh. not NBC. Well, like, <laughs> yeah, you know, I have a house and I like it. Uh, I don't want it to be all messed up. And it's also like Walt knows what kind of byproducts are going to come off of this thing. Yeah. He's, you know, like he's saying, oh, Jesse, why don't we cook at your house? When later he doesn't want to ruin what is probably a $20 um, button up shirt. Yeah. It's uh, a, <laughs> it's, it's, Really good, good characterization here. Uh, yeah. They're kind of pitching stuff back, back and forth on uh, on what to do. You know, they want to use a self storage unit, uh, but the dogs sniff those. Uh, and Jesse pitches an RV. You know, mm-hmm. he says that'd be the best. I know somebody's looking to sell it. So we cut over to the bank where Walt takes out his family savings, seven thousand dollars, and gives it to Jesse. Yes. You know, and yeah. Jesse need needs to know, like, okay, we're gonna it, money is changing hands here. Uh, I need to know why you're doing this. And Wald asks, okay, well, why are you doing it? And Jesse says, money mostly. You know, he says, okay, yeah, let's just, let's let, let's just go with that, right? And Jesse says, okay, so some some straight like you, giant stick up his ass. He turns sixty, and he's just gonna break bad. You know, yeah. they're throwing in, hey, that's the title, but also like asking a pretty, pretty reasonable question, which is if I'm going to do this risky thing, like I need to know that you're not crazy or depressed, you know, yeah. like just how much of a danger are you going to be to me? Yes. And he, he, uh, 
you know, it almost seems like he's going to confess at this point and say that he has cancer. Uh, he doesn't. Instead, he says he's awake. The you probably know? the most alarming thing somebody who has asked, "Hey, what's going on?" Yeah, I'm <laughs> like, awake. If you were, I'm awake. Oh no! Yeah, that means uh, especially in 2022 eyes. <laughs> uh, at the time, you know, maybe you could, that has some wiggle room, but it definitely seems like it's you know about reptilians or whatever. Yeah, no, I'm not even. I'm not even doing it from like a um, uh, from from a, a QAnon kind of angle. I'm just saying, like, no, that's not the answer. Okay, you you answered the question, but you didn't realize it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It, it's not the answer. It's not saying what yeah. you want it to. And this is so th- th- this is this is post American Beauty, right? Yeah. Like. <laughs> the, um, uh, you know, he says, uh, "Yeah, I'm awake." Jesse goes, "What?" He goes, "Just buy the RV. We start tomorrow." Uh, the name of the AV Club Breaking Bad book hmm. uh, that's stuck in my head for for some reason. I have oh, not yeah. read it. Um, does our friend? Uh, I want to see if Zach Hanlon worked on that. He did not. I think he did. Uh, an X-Files you did X X Files stuff for them, yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but not uh, the Breaking Bad one. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, but uh, you know, Zach, if we end up doing guests at some point in the show, Zach will show up. Yeah, uh, Zach's a big fan. I don't know whether we will. Mm-hmm. Um, the uh, so we go over to the mall where Walt Jr. is trying on jeans. Uh, he ends up needing help uh, to put on his jeans. When they go in the store, uh, some awful little kids are laughing mm-hmm. and making fun of Walt Jr. Uh, thinking he is he is mentally you know disabled mm-hmm. yeah and both walt and skyler uh get furious and you yeah. know walt walks out the back of the store and skyler is about to go up and give him a piece of piece of her mind uh when when walt comes in the front door and just bodies this this guy bodies yep. this tall teen uh stomps on his you know stomps on the back of his knee gets him down uh and then just says like hey you having trouble walking you know, as yep. he you know stands on the guy's leg, yeah. yeah. Uh, like uh, of all of the like, I'm assert, I'm, I'm asserting my will as a man. Stuff that he's done. This is probably the. This is probably the only un like uncomplicated good. <laughs> yeah, it, this is awesome. Uh, yeah. th- there, there are moments of uh, one of the reasons that uh, both Breaking Bad and Better Call Saul work for me is that they uh, trick me. Like mm-hmm. they'll do something that activates my righteousness yes. uh, centers or fun centers and mm-hmm. then makes me regret it. So like <laughs> here, like this is awesome. Fuck uh-huh. those kids. You but know, it's th- on the this, road too. Yes. Yeah. It, this feels like justice uh, yeah. in, in a way that feels good. Similar to how Better Call Saul constantly does these schemes that feel like fun and then have horrible mm-hmm. consequences. Yeah. You know, yeah. like, you know, as, as in the, the season, you know, the, the final thing that big thing that happens in mm-hmm. that that show that just is like so fun to see unfold and then feels so awful. Oh yeah, uh, this is that over a long period of time. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, I, like I I think that the line rests somewhere between here and what he did to Ken. All Ken did he was be a douche. I Ken, Ken deserved it. I'm okay. fine with Ken losing it. <laughs> uh, I, you know that that's nothing to me. I'm not um, standing up for Ken. I'm just uh, you know it's pretty I, dangerous. I, I, it's pretty dangerous. I I can't care about a car, <laughs> no matter who owns it. Even if I own oh, it, like okay. give me a thousand cars and I'll just toss them in the ocean. I don't give a shit. Mm-hmm. Car, I'm I cars. I just cannot understand the value of uh, the, the, the 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 intention here. Standing up for his son and teaching somebody a lesson about you know being shitty about disabilities. Yeah. Uh, intention good. Thumbs up. Being angry that a guy cut and cut in front of you. No. Mm-hmm. 
No. I think he was also angry about the guy what he said on the phone and his license plate. Oh yeah. So don't don't undersell it. <laughs> Still he <petty>. also talked. <laughs> the, uh, he also like, talked. <laughs> like don't don't get the cut off the hook, man. He used I'm not Bluetooth. letting him off the hook. It's just uh, yeah. <laughs> you seen somebody talking on Bluetooth that sucks. Yeah. Um the, the uh so Walt and Jesse uh take the RV out to the desert. Jesse surveys the area. Uh it's like the you know, two miles out there's a cow house. Uh, <laughs> you know where I, the cows live? <laughs> I love that. I love cow house. Uh Walt strips down. He doesn't want to go home smelling like a meth lab. I love Jesse being like, why not? I do. Uh, <laughs> funny line. Yeah. And Walt goes in and Jesse's, you know, he's got his little camcorder there, decides to, you know, to, to stunt on him, you know, to pull, pull yeah. a prank, go in and, uh, you know, make you know, strip stripper music noise. Uh, yeah. you know, just uh, heckling a Walt uh, for standing there. This crime spree was the smartest thing we ever did. <laughs> <laughs> you know? and then we get the cooking yeah. montage with uh with jesse goofing off okay i yeah. made a note about the horrible rap metal uh so uh that that is later that's later yeah this this uh the there's no rap metal just yet there's still mm-hmm. music but the music is yeah. inoffensive yes um they make uh make their uh meth and jesse admires it you know this yep. is glass you're an artist these crystals are two to three inches long like this is this is perfect you know, mm-hmm. and, and, uh, Walt basks it, you know, in yeah. a little bit because Walt is an ego elemental, you know, <laughs> it's just basic chemistry, but thank you. I'm glad it's acceptable. Uh, him being, t- he does not know the context of what good meth is. Right. This, but he is incredibly eager for something that he is the best at. Right. To manifest. And mm-hmm. this is him being told, Hey, mm-hmm. this thing you do, you know, your job is a joke and mm-hmm. you are a joke to your wife. Uh, who gives you half an H day for your birthday. Mm-hmm. Uh, all these things are a joke. You're excellent at this. Yeah. You know, and that's intoxicating as shit. The, 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 there like is Walt. demand for this. People, people will want, people want what you make and they will respect you for making it. Yep. And that's yeah. all it he needed. Uh huh. You know, then that, that is the hook. And him saying to Jesse, I'm glad it's acceptable when, you know, the relative quality of their meth and whether, you know, Jesse has been a good study, right, uh, you know, mm-hmm. and is worthy of kind of making this product, how that becomes a wedge and ultimately is like profound emotional violence that Walt does to Jesse makes this mm-hmm. particular exchange kind of heartbreaking. Yeah. Yep. It's a, it's very uh, important. Yes. You know, Jesse's going to have some and Walt says, no, 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 we don't do that. You know, we don't <laughs> do the drug. We just make it. Yes. Uh, and Jesse says, you watch too much Miami Vice. That ain't happening. Uh, but yeah. then he does not take it. He's like, you know, I know exactly who to sell it to. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we cut over to uh, one of the more like if the always sunny gang like walked in on this. This is one of the more menacing <laughs> things you can be doing. Yep. You know, <laughs> like, just walking in a room and there's a guy training a Rottweiler to eat crotches and like, you're just like well, shit, I got a crotch. Uh, <laughs> I'm this, not is, this is not a, uh, this is not a safe re- location for anymore. So I'm going to, I'm going to go. I'm, I'm going to bounce. Yeah. Tra- yeah. Training, training this Rottweiler to be an attack dog. I always love hearing, you know, about uh, Hollywood dogs, you know, just like, mm-hmm. oh yeah, that dog was uh, an absolute sweetheart. You know, and like mm-hmm. we had to we had to dub in the growls because he just wouldn't do it. We yeah. couldn't get him to growl. It's so sweet. Dogs are so good. 
Yep. Um, but uh, this is kind of the antagonist here for a little bit until we are introduced to bigger fish. It is very funny how meager he is in the scheme of things. You yeah. Know? Yeah. Yeah. But it's, it's still, they're working up the line, right? Like, yeah, yeah. You know, they have to start somewhere and they're going to climb the, the cartel ladder. Low level distributor. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he gives it to him crazy. It's like, Oh, that's okay. And Jesse's like, bullshit. It's just okay. You know, mm-hmm. that, that that's just the bomb. He calls uh, it the and, best tick tick. <laughs> yeah. The best tick tick, the best, uh, scanjo or scungy or whatever. Uh, uh, Scante. Scante. God, meth slang. Um, <laughs> the, uh, he's like, Hey, Oh yeah. And your cousin, you know, I'm sorry what happened to him. <laughs> you know, which could have led with that. <laughs> yeah. uh, Emilio is crazy. It's cousin. Yeah, uh, yeah. Emilio's like, hey, you know, it's funny you say that uh, because uh, Crazy Eight thinks that you narked on him. Yeah, Emilio you know? thinks you narked on him. Yeah, or, or Emilio, Emilio uh, thinks that you narked on him, and I also think that I'm Crazy Eight. <laughs> uh, just like, yo, know, that's bullshit. You know, that's bullshit. Yeah, you know, I should kick his ass for saying that. And then Emilio walks down the stairs. Yeah. Uh, okay, I'm here. You want to kick yep. my ass? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah. And crazy eight, you know, he just kind of uh, drops the shed saying like, Hey, uh, I really need, you know, like the, you didn't cook this. Where did you get it? Yeah. Uh, and you know, now Jesse is in this, uh, in this, in this bad situation with two guys who hate him, have all of his product. And, uh, Jesse's going to, uh, to, to, to lead him to the, uh, to the cook site. Oh, and guns. Yes, there yeah. are guns. There are guns. Uh, they drive him out to the cook site. Uh, crazy eight, uh, shows him this, you know, all this money, this, uh, this kind of like gallon bag, this huge, uh, freezer bag full of money for the cook. Uh, and it seems like it's going to be fine. You know, initially, mm-hmm. uh, it was like, Hey, uh, did you make this old man? He's like, you know, Walt says he can sell it to him, but this all gets fucked up when Emilio recognizes Walt. Yes. Uh, like, okay. Hey, you were busted. there with it. The- you were there for the DEA and then it becomes this just hilarious little chase. Yep. You know, Jesse <laughs> screams, you know, get down or run Mr. White. Uh, Mr. White, you know, tries to run. <laughs> uh, Jesse ends up getting pinned down. Uh, Jesse gets knocked out at a certain point. He trips and like lands on a rock yeah. and smacks his head mm-hmm. uh, here. And crazy eight is about to just, you know, Merc Walt there. Mm-hmm. And Walt says, Hey, you know, you like my stuff. I can teach you. This is again, a scenario Walt's going to end up in a thousand times throughout the series. Like yeah. I'm going to negotiate my way out of this, this problem. Yes. Uh, similar thing to what ended up happening with Saul. They have different perspectives for it, but like mm-hmm. ends up becoming meta and better call Saul when like Lalo calls him out for it. <laughs> you know, like you can talk, you know, yeah. you're good at that. Uh, what happens <laughs> if I don't let you talk? You oh, know, the mouth on you. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> same, same thing with, with, uh, with Walt here. Mm hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he, he wins, you know, he, he passes the persuasion check figuring, okay, uh, I will, I will trade this valuable knowledge, uh, for my life. Right. Yeah. yeah they uh, were going to kill him anyway. Well, yeah. But, yeah. Walt, Walt, Walt knows that they were going to kill him anyway, regardless of what he did. So he gets the opportunity because earlier you know, he was talking about, you know, Hank had said, oh yeah, these labs can produce mustard gas and Walt corrects him saying, oh yeah, phosphine doing a little bit of foreshadowing here he he's he's gonna he's he's gonna death trap them in the early first season where he uses a bunch of cool science stuff to get out of papers <laughs> yep. uh, you know eventually goes uh, down he ends up uh there's another thing that happens here where uh emilio is smoking and he's like you know put out the cigarette you know contaminants he throws out the window which causes a brush fire uh they get impatient with him he's being really slow because he's hesitating to do it 
right? Yeah. Uh, he's grabs the red phosphorus and he's considering whether he should do it. Like it's not easy for him to take a life at this point. Right. You know, I believe that it's possible he would not have done it, uh, in the, if they did not put their guns to his head Yes. at this point and like really say like, listen, you know, like you are in mortal danger. Anything mm-hmm. you do is justified. Yes. Uh, so yeah, you he know. throws it in, holds his breath and runs outside. Uh, really mm-hmm. thrilling sequence. Um, you hear them coughing and yelling inside. Uh, he's pushing, holding the door closed and then they both uh, pass out as they shoot through the door. Yeah. Five bullet bullet holes there (laughs) that they just tape over. (laughs) Yep. Really, really great. Uh, and then a really irritating song, uh, that made up entirely of the, the breakdown from, uh, you know, <laughs> corn's freak on a leash, freak on a leash, <laughs> like little beavis noises. Like, what if a beavis goblin <laughs> got on the mic? This thing? Yeah, yeah, like really obnoxious. Yeah, uh, uh yeah. as you know, Walt rescues Jesse from the brush fire, and we see uh, the facial prosthetic that Jesse has to wear that makeup, uh, with his completely uh, swollen shut eye, uh, there puts a put you know puts the mask on him puts the uh, gas mask on him puts him in the rv and then they drive away yeah uh and that catches up with the uh the beginning one one real quick note about the clips i've seen of metastasis mm-hmm. is that the uh absolute heartthrob they have who plays the jesse character <laughs> never gets beat up he just ends <laughs> up having like one little scar under his eye or like oh that's very funny a little eye makeup uh <laughs> it was very funny um, so we're back at the beginning. Uh, we zoom out from this gun barrel. Uh, Walt is trembling. You know, he lowers the gun. He doesn't have the nerve to fight the cops. Uh, yeah. He tries to, uh, he puts the gun under his chin. I forgot about this too. It's really important. Uh, mm-hmm. Tries to kill himself. Yep. Because uh, this is the end of the line. Yeah. Uh, you know, it could have ended here, you know, mm-hmm. and uh, it's, uh, I didn't take this as misfire. I took it as a safety was off because then he fiddles with it and then it fires. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. Or the safety was on rather. So I think, uh, you know, but he, tries to kill himself yeah. uh, here, you know, pulls the trigger, mm-hmm. goes all the way through with it. doesn't work. Uh, the gun fires. And this kind of snaps him out of it. Yes. Um, uh, he holds his arms out, you know, to take what would happen. You know, the sirens are coming and he thinks they're police, but it turns out they're fire trucks. Yeah. They're here for the brush fire. Somebody saw the smoke. Yeah. And, and dispatched <laughs> every fireman in Albuquerque. It's like four <laughs> trucks. <laughs> like, uh, which I understand brush, Yeah. Or it's three. Yeah. It's, it's a lot of fire trucks. Uh, you gotta get you gotta gotta get that contained and you know jesse stumbles out he's like okay what happened (laughs) why are those two guys dead uh and walt is just kind of shell-shocked and he just you know recites the process for making phosphine gas and then throws up (laughs) (laughs) just directly down uh so he he, he throws up out, out of frame and he comes up and he's got some you know white stuff he's got some vomit on his on his uh lips uh this was cranston's idea uh, he had an open can of soup uh, attached mm-hmm. to his ankle that he uh, mm-hmm. that he just used to kind of get some uh, get some fake vomit onto his mouth for when he uh, came up uh, came back up into frame. Yeah, his soup ankle. <laughs> it was a big thing in Albuquerque in 2008. Soup ankle. You, like, you know, you had to be there is the thing. Yeah, you do the, do the Campbell strut and just like chicken and stars your way into the dance <laughs> God floor. Damn it. I- I was going to, I was going to do a soup poll and mine was going to be chicken and stars too. <laughs> it's the funniest soup <laughs> outside of chunky. Yeah. Chunk, chunky is a really good soup too. Uh, you know, it's like a subtype of soup, yeah. but chicken and stars is so funny. Uh, 
So uh, he's like, we have to clean this up. You know, that's what yeah. they're going to do. We're not going to see that cleaning up. Uh, no. That's going to be the next couple episodes. Um, they start playing a unlicensed version of the passenger called out of time <laughs> man by Mick Harvey. Uh, as Walt uh, pulls the money out of the dryer, you know, I imagined I had that Brown stuff all over it. Yeah. You know, uh, having to clean it and get that smell out of it. And then gets into bed with Skylar. This is the next morning. Like he'd spent mm. all night doing this stuff. Skylar had been up all night yeah. waiting for him. Yeah. You and know. she says, you know, like, wh- where were you? And you're like, I don't know what's going on with you, but the worst thing you can do is not, you know, is, is not talk to me. Just, you can't shut me out. Yeah. Which is, you know, that's what he's going to do. Yes. Uh, you know, he does do the worst thing that he, that he can do uh, mm-hmm. here. Uh, he responds to this by, uh, you know, taking her. What did I say earlier? Uh, uh, <laughs> guesting. <laughs> <Messing her. laughs> he best her. Uh, here it does one of those movie things where like nobody has to take off underwear to have sex <laughs> he just kind of goes up behind her and mounts her and that's it yeah you know yeah. everybody's wet everything's lubed there's no cloth <laughs> it just goes you know um there, there's literally no uh no prep but this is obviously contrasting with the sad hj yes uh, he yeah. he now yeah. has some sexual confidence because he feels like a man for the yeah. first time in how many decades yeah. And she yeah. asks, Walt, is that you? You know, kind yes. of underlining, here's the change. She does not recognize this uh, confident guy. It's, uh, and that, that's the episode. It's really uh, efficient in terms of it establishing everything. I think that it has a heavy hand with some stuff mm-hmm. um, that, and that gets better. Like, yeah. I think the show significantly gets better about presenting scenes of emotional complexity or character turns in ways that don't feel quite as screenwriterly to yeah. me, uh, as this first episode does. Um, yeah. You know, the, the show didn't really have me at this point when I initially watched it. Mm-hmm. Um, which is, which is a weird thing to say because, you know, like it, 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 a weird thing to say this far out when I am so, so much in the pocket for it. Um, but, um, uh, the, the, when the show got me was, uh, between episode two and three, the, uh, the, the, the motorcycle, uh, lock and then the, uh, then the bathtub. Right. Mm. That yeah. to me was like, and when I would tell you, talk to people about it, like, oh yeah, like watch to there and you will know if this is for you or not, which yes. I, which I still think is true for people who, uh, you know, might be getting into it, uh, you know, during the day or you know, now, you know, uh, current day. So like efficient is the right word for it because the pilot does what it needs to do. Pilots are always weird unless they're like redone, uh, you know, from the, from the, from the initial shot, because there's so much time in between, you know, producing them and then producing the rest of the stuff. Right. Yeah. Um, and, uh, I do think that they find their legs a little bit more after this, but it's still good. Because like, the, oh, yeah. you know, so many of the components are there. Yeah, it, it it's a it has to do what it has to do. You know, we're going to get into incredible all timey, you know, yeah. awesome, complicated, emotional shit to chew on pretty quickly. Mm-hmm. And uh, Marie Watch 2022, if you're wondering what's going on with her shoplifting, stay tuned. <laughs> The best quality get vacuum to find out. <laughs> All you Marie heads out there are going to learn. 
it's I, I feel so bad clowning on her on her character because her actress seems so delightful. She's she's but, great. They just didn't give her anything to do. Good. Yeah, that's the yeah, thing. That's, she, that's was mis, fun. she was misused. Yeah, yeah, it's okay. Uh, the uh, you know, even pencils have a resource. <laughs> uh, thanks everybody for listening. We appreciate you. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a new show. You should rate and review it on Apple Podcast or Podcast Addict. Thanks to everybody who has done that so far. Uh, we charted there. I haven't checked it for a while because I just don't. That isn't for me. You know, yeah. but it's uh, bad for your brain. It is. Like it, it, yeah. You know, it feels bad. Don't do it. <laughs> yeah, I, but just uh, I got I got curious after the after the first one, and I was happy to see that people had uh, taken the time. We really appreciate it. We hope you enjoy the ride, uh, whether you're uh, you know doing a rewatch here or mm-hmm. uh, just finding Breaking Bad for the first time. I was watching just I, I fired this up, and I'm just you know again so excited to be starting this new project. And man, uh, uh, I already started appreciating it more watching it for the show. So yeah. I had to stop myself from continuing to just like keep watching it, mm-hmm. you know, which I might do and then go back and watch again right before we yeah, record. Nothing wrong but with that. it's the, uh, yeah. So, uh, thanks everybody. Uh, until next time, I would like a filter. You don't have it here. Yeah, you, 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 uh, you would, you would like a dust filter for your Hoover max extract pro extra pressure pro pressure pro. I, I think it's a pressure pro. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's professional I, at pressure. <laughs> I uh I need to start putting that at the end of the notes so we can have it. We'll memorize it at some point. It's okay. Oh yeah. We're we're finding our feet as well. This is the the pilot. And so <laughs> No, last week was I'm the pilot. Go, I'm going to do something go do something heavily symbolic. <laughs> like I'm going to go I'm actually probably going to urinate and you can all guess what that means. <laughs> it doesn't mean something different when you say it slower. <laughs> I did I did that on accident. <laughs> Oh,